Hey mama, welcome to the Raw Mom Life Podcast, where we talk about the rawness of motherhood and marriage, from mental health to habits and everything in between, all with vulnerable talk to allow you the space to know you're not the only one. My name is Amber Wilford, mama to three girls, just doing my best every day, even if my best looks different every day. Get ready to laugh and sometimes cry, but always with a good cup of coffee. Let's go. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Raw Mom Life Podcast. I have my friend Stacy Rainier here today with me. Uh, Stacy and I go way back to when we were teens. And then within this past year, we reconnected over Instagram because we both uh, encourage moms and talk to moms about mom guilt and just all the things that come with motherhood, the good and the hard. Uh, Stacy is a coach for moms as well, and she has two little kids. She works part-time, is that right? Right. Yep. Works part-time out of the home and part-time at the home and with the kiddos. And uh, I'm excited to have her here today to talk a little bit more about uh, what she does and what she's learned and just have a conversation about momming. So Stacey, thanks for being here. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit more about you. Well, I'm a certified wife and push coach, um, which means that I help you get unstuck in those thoughts that we often have as moms, you know, the, the guilt, the shame of I'm not enough. I didn't do enough today. I got nothing done. Let's get you unstuck. That's what I do. That's uh, something every single mom needs. doesn't matter if you're a new mom or you have teenagers or they're out of the home. Like it's, it's something I think all of us battle and some of us have learned some ways to to take that on a little bit more. And some of us haven't even started. They, you know, some moms just don't even know where to start with getting over those thoughts. So uh, tell us a little bit more about what led you to this and maybe just some, some ideas for moms who are dealing with not feeling like they're doing enough. Uh, I know I'm in a stage right now where (laughs) doing way too many things. Like I just have way too many eggs in my basket and I feel like I'm kind of half-assing a lot of things and just, it's really like the best I can do right now on some of the things until I learn to let some of these other things go or whatever. And so I've had to learn to give myself a ton of grace in this phase of like learning how to have a part-time job outside of the home again, um, as well as doing all the other things that I've been doing and trying to be present to my kids. And, and it, I totally agree with you in that it starts in your head, right? It starts with you telling yourself, like, I'm so good mom, even though I do feel like I'm doing quote unquote, not enough. So where would you, you lead moms, you know, to learn, learn how to get over those thoughts? Well, I think it, it, it starts with acknowledging that you don't have to stay in those thoughts. I think we have, um, social media and society has done a very good job of making this quote unquote mom guilt seem cute and normal. And that's just the way it is. Um, but it doesn't have to be. And knowing that those feelings aren't true, a feeling is just a feeling, you know, a a guilt feeling is just guilt. It doesn't have to be the story behind that guilt. And that's what it really comes down to is it, it comes down to the story in your head, that mean girl voice that is telling you that, that guilty feeling means something and it doesn't have to mean something. 
know, sometimes we feel guilt, um, but it's really that story behind it of that guilty feeling means that I didn't do enough. I didn't, I wasn't present enough. I didn't have enough joy today. That's what that feeling means. And, but it doesn't, that's just the story between, you know, our two ears. That's just the in our head. And if we believe that story, I mean, that's what we begin to believe and we begin to model it to our little ones. And, you know, it, it starts early, but just realizing that we don't have to sit in that story. We can rewrite that story. And isn't that a beautiful thing? Yeah, that's so good. Like even today, uh, my kids don't have school, but my two big girls are off at a babysitting class and my youngest had OT. And so I thought I'm going to do a date morning with her before her OT. And then in the afternoon, here we are. And then after this, I've got to get some work done because that's just life. And she, <laughs> we have a really great morning together. And she tells me this has been the best day of my life. <laughs> and yet she's like, Oh, you have to work this afternoon. Like, can't we just watch a movie? Can't we just play a game? And it's in those moments where you're like, it's where the guilt starts, right? You feel guilty because they want you to do something and you can't because you do have other responsibilities, but I, you can stop the thought, right? You can stop yourself from going down that rabbit hole of I'm not a good mom if I don't do this with her. Because I do have other responsibilities and I am a good mom. And I'm also a good mom for letting her watch some TV this afternoon. I'm a good mom for making her learn to play on her own a little bit and entertain herself so that I can get stuff done. And just like you said, it's rewriting that narrative of I'm not, I'm not a bad mom because of X, Y, and Z. Yes. Yes. And you're a good mom because you can teach that to her now that she knows when she grows up that she can, you know, stop that cycle of thoughts too. Yeah, for sure. What led you to this? Like, was there a moment in your motherhood where it just clicked for you that you needed to help other moms? Or was there like a low point that you reached or just a moment that was kind of an epiphany for you? I think, you know, as, as a, a C-section mom and a traumatic delivery going through that, I think mom guilt began for me like the second my son was born. I thought that I didn't do enough. I didn't have the natural delivery I wanted. I almost lost both of us. That was all my fault. I told myself that story for like two to three years postpartum. And nobody once said like, that doesn't have to be your story, Stacey. <laughs> But I began working with a life coach myself, thinking, like, what am I missing here? Like, this is the biggest blessing. Why am I so stuck in my head and stuck in this story of I'm not enough? I, you know, everything I did, I never felt like enough. I never felt like I did enough. And it began, like I said, right when I became a mom. So I, I really worked with a life coach into learning how to rewrite those thoughts. And then once, once you get rid of those thoughts and you realize you can rewrite them, I mean, it's such a freeing feel feeling like limitless. And I'm like, God didn't make me to carry around this um, guilt and ish. Like <laughs> we weren't made that way. 
And so once I felt that freeing feeling, I just wanted to give that to every single mom. And that's when I went and got my own life coach certification and push coach certification. So I could give that to other moms. That's awesome. I love that. Cause I think, I think you're right. Like from the minute we become moms, <laughs> there's something we think that we did wrong, right? Like I, my, I just can't breastfeed and you feel guilty for that. Like mm-hmm. that is best. Right. Or yeah, I had to, I had to have a C-section or like I, I couldn't get pregnant. Like there are so many things that make us feel guilty from from moment on. Like we, we find out we're pregnant. We're like, oh, I had an alcoholic beverage last week. Like it's immediate before we even have those babies, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's so dumb and it doesn't stop. And I think it's an always battle that we have to, to learn to take on. And I think it was very wise of you to find a life coach so early on. I actually just recorded an episode. It's already released (laughs) by the time our episode is going to release, but it was just a message to new moms and saying like, if I could go back and tell myself these things as a new mom, like these are things I want you to hear. And one of those is like, you have to start telling yourself now that you're a good mom. And the sooner you do that, the more joy you're going to find and the, the sooner you believe it right? Like, it's not like, I'm sure some of your clients, it's not like a, an overnight thing, right? It takes time. Right. And most of us have, you know, 20, 30 years of programming in our brains of perfectionism, not feeling enough, you know, that takes time to rewrite, but I mean, the power is all ours. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, what would you say to those high achievers, those people who are dealing with that perfectionism? Because, uh, uh, hi, I'm, that's me. What would you tell me? <laughs> uh, I've learned to let it go a little bit, some of the things, but there are other things where I just, I just beat myself up over, over whatever. I don't even have a specific circumstance right now, but it is hard because we do want to be the perfect mom. And we, I think in our generation, we are learning to kind of reparent ourselves from the things and learning some of the ways that our moms parented and, and like, not that our parents didn't do a good job. Like specifically my parents, they were, they were great parents. Um, but I know my mom still body shames herself and I, she's just always worried about what other people think. And I don't want that for my kids. And so I've had to kind of relearn that and trying to teach my kids, like that's a lot, right? And so what would you say to somebody who is working on all of those things? I would say do the inner work, of course. And when you feel those feelings creep up on you, when you feel not enough, I'm not doing enough, I'm not a good mom, maybe I could be better. When you feel those thoughts and feelings, creep up, stop them right away by finding your truth. You know, what, what is true about right now? The truth is I had a really good morning with my daughter. I, I mean, that those were your words, um, you know, find your truth right away before you spiral, before those thoughts become your action, before those thoughts become contagious and you carry them around and they steal your joy. They steal your presence. Yeah, that's really good. I think too, like you getting a life coach, 
not everybody can necessarily afford a a life coach or a mom coach. And like, I think those are absolutely incredible things. I've had a business coach before. And um, I think even just finding a friend that can hold you accountable in those thoughts is, is really a big deal. And, And if you can afford a life coach or you feel like that's a step that you absolutely need, no matter what the cost is, make it happen because having somebody else who can speak that truth into you in moments where you can't is so crucial. Absolutely. I mean, finding that truth right away and having that support right away helps you break up those thoughts immediately and helps you become more aware of them too in the future. So that way, when that thought, those feelings creep in again, you can stop them right away. That gives you that more confidence too. You know, like, oh, I stopped it last time. I can do it again and again and again. And it gets easier and easier to reprogram, to reparent ourselves. Absolutely. Love that. So how do you specifically take care of yourself? Because uh, you've got two kids, you've got a husband, you've got a couple jobs, you're an entrepreneur and you work outside of the home. Like it's, it gets to be a lot. And I think so many moms struggle to find time for themselves and to feel okay with taking time for themselves because they could fit it in, but then they feel bad that they're not putting their kids first or their marriage first. So how do you do it? I remember that when I am burnt out, when I am exhausted, that I am a crabby, cranky mom. And so I get up before my kids do. And they know when they wake up, they can find me down in my office, working out or working on my mindset work first, they know that that is number one, and they know that I will do that. And so if they find me downstairs working out or working on my mindset, then they know that they can have a book or they can do something um, down here, but that is number one. And so I ground myself in truth right away in the morning in scripture, mindset work, working out, sweating out the ish. And then I am a more present mom. And so that really is a gift to them and a gift to my husband too. He doesn't want a crabby wife. Preach. (laughs) Uh, For sure. I think too, you know, I've talked to a lot of people about that because you and I are the same in that way. And that like, we are early birds and I will get up early and have my me time before the kids get up, no matter how much time that is. Uh, It's usually a workout as well and a little bit of quiet time, but it's not always. However, I think it's important to find what is that time of day for you. And if it's not, if you're not an early bird like me and Stacy, maybe you're a night owl and you can take that time at night to just kind of look back on your day and and focus on like what went well today. And just kind of that gratitude piece is really good. And a little bit of prayer time or whatever you need, um, some deep breathing, whatever you need. I think you're right, Stacey, in that we are better moms when we take a little bit of time for ourselves to just kind of recenter and recenter on, on God. And like you said, scripture, just reminding ourselves that God has us in this place, in this moment for a reason, reminding ourselves that we are a good mom. We were specifically chosen for our kids. And, and I think, I think some excuses from other moms, facts, but excuses are that their kids won't let them have that time to themselves, but they learn, right? They learn that that's mom's time. And your kids probably had to learn that too, right? Right. They know that if I'm working out, they can join me with that. I don't always enjoy that as much, (laughs) but they know that they can join me in a workout or they can go back to their rooms and wait until, you know, it's time 
their lights, we have the hatch lights. So until their lights mm -hmm. turn green, yep. they know that mom will be working out or mom will be reading and that is her time. And sometimes it's, you know, a half an hour and sometimes it's five minutes, but it's still five minutes for me. And that makes me a better wife and a better mom. Yeah, a better coach. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's just about doing it. It's just about, you know, it, eventually they learn. Like I've been, I haven't always done at home workouts, uh, but I have been for almost about seven and a half years. And uh, so my oldest two haven't always known me to work out at home and they did crawl on me a lot of times, right? Or they <laughs> quote unquote interrupted my workout. Or even now when I'm sitting in my chair doing quiet time, I'll be listening to the Bible in a year or the catechism in a year, or I might just be journaling and I just continue to do those things. Even sometimes my, my middle is usually the first one up and she'll come sit on the arm of the chair and snuggle with me a little bit. And I let her, but I also am teaching her that it's good to have you time. Yeah. It's good to practice that self-care. Exactly. And that's modeling. I mean, that's powerful because that's modeling for them. I mean, they know that when they grow up that they should instill some of their own time. Absolutely. Whether they're moms or not. Yeah. Because life gets busy, whether you have kids or not. And like, it's just, it's busy in, in different ways and you still got to do you. Tell us what it means to be mom strong. This is a, a Stacy kind of a term phrase you I don't see anybody else using the words mom strong the way you do so tell us what that means becoming mom strong is a journey knowing that we never actually reach our destination here on earth becoming mom strong is instilling your truth in you so you can be present with your kids and joyful and out of your head I mean that really is like the simplest way I can say becoming mom stronger. Oh, that gives me chills. It's beautiful. <laughs> I think, I think that's something we all want. I think that's something we all want no matter what stage we're in. So uh, if you don't already follow Stacy on Instagram, you'll have to go do that. And she is the giggle gang, which she'll have you also tell us, why are you the giggle gang? I am known for my laugh. I've been known for my laugh <laughs> forever. <laughs> <laughs> You have. I remember that from, from tech retreats <laughs> and you're just a joyful person. Like you just have this great R about you that you just bring joy. You just bring joy to the table, no matter who you're with. No, oh, thank you. And that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So go follow her on Instagram. She is the giggle gang and I will, uh, link that in the show notes. This is a, a short and sweet episode, but like deep and beautiful. And I love that. Uh, you share the good and the hard uh, on your platforms. I love that you uh, just really affirm that truth in moms and that truth of we were chosen for our kids and that we are here to help them get to heaven someday. Like that's our ultimate goal. And I think it's just a beautiful thing. So, uh, so go follow Stacey on Instagram, but also uh, Stacey, can you tell us a little bit more about where people can learn more about becoming mom strong? You know, you have a masterclass you can tell us about. Yes, my masterclass kicks off next week, and that is for high-achieving moms like ourselves, moms that want to 
combat those negative thoughts of I could be more, I could have done more. If you're just ready to live more present and joyful and learn how to self-coach yourself for your truth, um, that is what we will be learning in our upcoming, my upcoming masterclass, which is turn motherhood into your superpower. That's awesome. Tell me uh, when, how often will you be doing this? Because by the time we release this episode, it will be past the date of the January 11th or no, it's, it's we're already past that date. Whatever. <laughs> will you be doing this multiple times? Yes. We'll be doing this every two weeks. So oh, perfect. never too late. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So if you're interested in learning more and that's a $0 masterclass, right? Good old. Right awesome freebie that you can check out. So thank you so much for being here, Stacey. Thanks for sharing your nuggets of wisdom and for just being a blessing in this world. There is uh, a lot more of a movement, I would say nowadays for moms, just trying to reparent themselves, kind of be that more present conscious parent. And yet there's still a lot of negativity and, uh, people who are trying to beat moms down. And I appreciate that you are just kind of on this mission to encourage moms and help them to really believe that they, they were chosen as a mom to their kids for a reason. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me and let's start the journey to becoming mom strong. Thanks for listening to another episode of the raw mom life podcast. If you love anything you heard today, share it with some family or a friend who might resonate with it as well. I love to hang out on Instagram, so come find me over there for some more laughs and maybe a few tears as well, but always a good cup of coffee. Mama, I appreciate you and never forget, you are never alone.